Hey guys, and welcome to the Healthy Huddle. We're going to talk all things health-related based on our real-life trial and errors. I'm Peyton, a retired college athlete with a love for holistic nutrition. And I'm Rachel, a creative writer, forever student, and mental health advocate. We may not have all the answers, but we're damn sure going to try. And welcome to episode 27 of The Healthy Huddle. First, I want to make sure that I say that we both say thank you guys so much for understanding that a little time was needed last week. I actually did a little bit of traveling to be with my family. You know, needed a little bit of extra time. It was difficult and sad but also kind of uplifting and a great celebration of life yeah and something I feel like you needed Mm -hmm. especially getting closer and closer to your due date I feel like you hadn't really been able to see that side of your family too much not at all so yeah since you've been pregnant wait have you I've seen my mom yeah yeah but once right yeah Rachel is pretty far from her family her mom's side of the family is in Ohio yeah pretty much my whole family so it's it was, just, yeah, like pretty much me and my brothers down here. Basically. Which is so, it's kind of crazy that all three of you ended, ended up, up in Raleigh. Yeah. yeah. But I think it was good for Rachel to get out and kind of not really have this, not that it's like something we worry about, but it is, you know, it's time and it's effort and it's dedication to recording it and editing it and like making sure everything's good with that. So yeah, it was I'm, good for you to kind of take your mind off of that. I was not in a headspace to exactly. talk about other things. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we both, she like, you know, asked me about it and I was like, dude, take the time. You need the time because you would say the same thing to me if yeah. roles were reversed. So. For sure. And I actually, we even thought that we were going to record and then the next day. Yeah. We were both so convinced. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, yeah, the we'll next, do it. We'll do it. The next day I was like, honestly, it really hit me harder than I think I was expecting. So I just needed some time to myself and with my family. Well, and it's hard too, I think, because obviously it was such an unexpected thing, mm-hmm. which is kind of what we wanted to touch on in this week's episode. Change. Yeah. Unexpected change. Yes, specifically unexpected change mm-hmm. because both of us are going through, well, I mean, obviously you guys already know Rachel's pregnant, but that was yes. like a very unexpected big change for her. Yes, we were not trying to have a baby. Yeah, just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> happen that way. Biology. <laughs> Biology. Yeah. Sex Ed 101. But I'm I'm actually really relieved at this episode because we've been keeping a secret from you guys. Yeah. As a big in, secret. Yeah, because as you know, we're roommates. We're roommates. So, and they were roommates. <laughs> I'm Classic gonna, Vine. If you don't know what we're talking about, get out. Assume that someone was probably like, huh, I wonder... If they're going to keep living together. What's the deal there? Why would they think, why would they wonder that? I don't, I might wonder that if I were listening. (laughs) You're thinking like, oh, they're just going to live together the whole time. I I guess, yeah, because you're about to have a a baby. Yeah. A whole child. Okay. Like what happens when the baby's here? What does that mean for them? I get that. Now, now I'm on the same page as you. At first I was like, why would that be the first person (laughs) someone would think? But no, she's, okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know update we're not we're not going to be living together anymore Um, as of wednesday this upcoming the end of the month the 31st yeah Yeah. we will not be roommates anymore nope and we're sad about that but we're also like excited for each other yeah there are a lot of good things going on in both of our lives which is why i'm so excited about this episode because 
Peyton is finally going to tell you what's going on in her life. Yeah. So, um, big update. Oh, this feels so weird. Roles are like super reversed. <laughs> I feel like we're always giving an update about like, you know, your pregnancy announcement and like stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Like my life's usually a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and now it's your turn. <laughs> okay. Enneagram four. <laughs> Calm down. Um, yeah guys. So I'm moving and I'm not really going to say specifics or anything, but pretty big move honestly yeah. out of the state mm-hmm. um and it's happening pretty quickly <laughs> but I'm really really excited for it and I think it's going to be such an amazing opportunity for me and just a really really big change and it was pretty unexpected and definitely kind of I don't want to say like a spontaneous decision but more of like a decision that cuz I'm naturally a pretty practical logical mm-hmm. kind of person But at the end of the day, the more I thought about it, the more I thought, well, why not right now? And if I'm going to do something like this, it's going to be right now. Yeah. So kind of I got to a point where I was like, fuck it. I just got to pull the trigger. I've just got to go for it. And so that's what I'm doing. So we will not be in the same state anymore. And it's going to happen decently quick within like the next, what, two months, two or three months or so. And yeah, the next few months are gonna be just very big transitions oh actually it probably will be around the same time that you're about to deliver pop yeah Yeah. pop (laughs) a little girl's about to come into the world and I will yeah be moving and uh, adjusting to a whole new life basically yeah and we'll be like in separate time zones even but with that all that being said and we do want to obviously touch on how to navigate unexpected change like that with all that being said we still 100% plan to give our all to the healthy huddle yeah. and make it work as much as possible even though you know we'll be not roommates anymore we're working out the kinks with getting new microphones and possibly even new software to edit we're definitely going to be still doing the healthy huddle so yeah that doesn't that's the one thing that we've both been very clear on is yeah and adamant about honestly yeah even though we don't really know what our lives are going to look like because there are so many unknowns we know that we don't want to stop this so rest assured we will continue yeah Yeah. the healthy huddle will just be at a little bit of a distance but that's fine because you know learn we talk so much about pivoting and learning how to navigate and Mm -hmm. You know, so that's just, there might be a little bit of trial and error. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we might end up having a week or so where, you know, it just for whatever reason, because of figuring out life, we weren't able to record or something. So, you know, we'll go ahead and ask you guys for a little bit of patience as we figure that part out. And it's kind of cool because I feel like we talk about it so much about like pivoting and navigating Mm -hmm. and being very self-assured in yourself to where you are at a point where you know you'll figure it out. And we talk about it so much, and now we're both having to, like, put it into action. <laughs> and some of you are like, oh, shit, I guess I gotta, you know, practice what I preach. But, no, we're definitely excited. And it is an unexpected change, and it's a big change. Because I think I think if you ask, like, anyone, like, what are some really big life changes that you could possibly go through? I'm pretty sure moving mm-hmm. very far away and having a baby are in at least the top ten. Yeah, I would think so. Like Even top in the top five. five. I know. I was going to say that, but yeah. I didn't know if you were going to agree yeah. with me. <laughs> yeah, I would say top five. So we're both going or about to go through that mm-hmm. within the next couple months. And it's been weird because it still doesn't feel like super, super real. 
I don't know. It'll probably hit me when I'm actually out there, but... Oh, it does for me. I have freakouts on the regular. Well, I mean, you're <laughs> legitimately pregnant. Like, you feel that. And yeah, I feel but like it's I... a tangible thing that you're going through right now. Yeah, I live it every day, whereas, like, yours is pending. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Pending. Yes. It's pending. <laughs> and, you know, at first when this kind of came about or came to fruition of me being like, oh, I'm going to move, and I'm going to move, like, pretty far away, it was... I don't know because I was just telling Rachel this I feel like a lot of people every or at least the people I've told they'll be like oh that's you know that's brave of you or aren't you scared or and normally yeah I'd be like yeah I'm fucking terrified which I am don't get me wrong but it's more of like a fearful of like second guessing I guess it's not like I'm I'm scared and if I have any type of doubts of anything it's completely being overpowered by my excitement Mm -hmm. but is that kind of how you're feeling as well like you're extremely scared or not scared like fearful and there's a lot of unknowns that are coming but is your excitement overpowering that do you think or no or do you have days uh, it varies because there are some days I'll be like we're not prepared we're not ready like how are we supposed to do this Mm -hmm. and then there are days where I just am like oh my gosh, I can't wait to love her. This is going to be the greatest. Mm. Blame a lot of that on hormones mm, and yeah. not shifting. Sometimes I think it's easier. I think I'm more excited than fearful, but sometimes I feel like the opposite mm. where like it's easy. Like I have to purposefully try not to let my fear of the unknown overpower me because like there's no choice. This That's is true. Yeah. You know, this, this is reality. I'm not backing out of this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I bet there are there are times for me, I'll just speak for me specifically. It varies on like what I'm thinking about mm-hmm. for like my move or whatever. So if I'm thinking about like, oh my God, all these cool memories I'm about to experience or mm-hmm. this new, completely new area of the country I'm about to experience like when I start thinking about things like that, hell yeah, my excitement is completely overpowering. And I don't, I'm not even, I'm not scared literally or fearful literally at all. And then there are some days where I think a little bit more logical about like the financial costs and like, mm-hmm. am I going to, you know, be financially stable and be, it's going to take a lot out of me. Like I, it's going to make me a little paranoid maybe. Um, and just being very, very far away from my family. When I start thinking, like, those types of thoughts, then, yeah, maybe the fearfulness creeps up a little bit higher. But still, I think that just, it almost goes to show, though, like, if I kind of rewire my brain about, like, okay, yes, I could sit here and be super paranoid about my financial stability, about being very far away from my family, but I feel like the more I'm able and practice rewiring those thoughts and being, like, this fearfulness or this being scared feeling is temporary Mm -hmm. think about all the actual positive outcomes that could come out of this and also think about how you may not get this chance again like you have got to go with it and you've got to run with it and it's funny when I told my grandma about this my grandma I love her that that she can be like a little strict about things and she's just a very practical woman and she's a boss ass lady completely admire the crap out of her I was totally expecting her to be like, what are you doing? What do you mean you don't really have a plan? Why would you just pick up and move? Like, what's going on? And she was the total opposite. She was like, yeah, you should do this. Because she was like, I know you, and you're going to be 80 years old, chilling in your rocking chair in your front porch, 
and thinking back about the time you were 25 and had this crazy opportunity to just say, fuck it and up and move, and you didn't take it. Mm -hmm. And how pissed off were you about that? And also, you made me think about, too, like, what good comes from just sitting in those worries? Wallowing in them, yeah. Yeah, and allowing them to stop you from anything. Mm -hmm. Because, I, you know, obviously, two very different life things going on, but still some similar worries. For sure, worry all day long about the financials of Mm -hmm. having a kid. But what does that actually accomplish? Yeah. You know, it doesn't doesn't do do anything. No, Mm -hmm. it just keeps you stunted and... Then there's anxiety and just all of these negative emotions. And, like, even if it doesn't go the way that you plan, again, like, that's why we're talking about pivoting and learning how to navigate change because that doesn't mean that it's wrong or that it's bad. You just have to, like, figure things out differently. Yeah, and I think a big thing, too, that has been helpful when I'm starting to feel anxiety or if I'm feeling stressed out about something or and I'm talking like in general now I'm not talking about just specifically making a huge life move thinking about how okay in this moment where I feel super stressed super anxious super just scared in general this is temporary this is a temporary feeling and does it fucking suck right now absolutely is it scaring me shitless absolutely but it's temporary and it will pass and I just have to keep pushing through it And I have to kind of figure out, even if I don't feel like I can push through it, maybe figuring out a different path to go down that will help me get through it. Because I feel like when you're like in a negative mindset about something, it's very easy to get stuck in it and to get tunnel vision with it and to be like, this is permanent. This is always going to be like this. Likely to have a negative experience. Yeah, because you're not not seeing the big picture. You're blocking yourself off. You're literally putting blinders up. That's like the shittiest part about like anxiety or stress Mm -hmm. is that it really inhibits and prevents you from reaching any type of potential or really just prevents you from, like you said, like having a good time if that's what it's about. So when Peyton and I first started talking about this, she was like, so when she and I talk about things, like especially if there's a lot going on in her head, I really try to let Peyton come to me and not hound her with questions like, what are you thinking? Because I just know that that's that not I hate how that. she functions. Yeah. <laughs> that I literally despise when people do that. Yeah. And she talks about you. things when she's ready. So thank you. When it came like a little, not a ton of time, but like, you know, a little bit of time had passed since we had had the conversation about not living together. And she was like, so I have this idea <laughs> and I feel like it's, kind of crazy yeah but this is what I'm thinking and as you all know by now she's a planner she's not someone who she can go with the flow but she loves to plan yeah I still need and even with them going with the flow mm -hmm, it still needs an overall general plan and one of my questions was like okay well are you excited about it like does the excitement outweigh the fear and you know her answer was yes And I feel like from there, from what I've seen, like everything just kind of had this trickle effect into, okay, then she was like, okay, I'm going to start taking this seriously. Mm -hmm. And she started, you know, making phone calls and having conversations and setting things up. And so, you know, she mentioned earlier something about like not really having a plan. Like she definitely has a plan. (laughs) Uh, It's just not as detailed as I normally would do. Yes. And that's because there are other factors. Yeah. Which is kind of honestly, I think, which is so weird. But again, from the very start of 2021, 
I have said that my New Year's resolution. Yeah, you threw your list out the window. Yeah, if you will, New Year's resolution. What happened? I know is that I was going to chase feelings, not physical goals. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I don't know. I just the more I talk about it, I feel like you can tell. It scares me that I don't have a specific plan for every single thing, and I don't have an itinerary for everything. But at the same time, I'm like, it feels a little freeing. Yeah, a little bit. Like it feels a little like, well. We'll see. Like, because I feel like I'm going after a feeling mm -hmm. rather than a specific goal. So I don't feel like that weight of not meeting that specific goal is on me right now. Yeah. Because if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. But I'm not going to know until I go until for it. Until I try. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I feel like, too, how many times have you heard someone say something like, when I was 25, I moved from Michigan down to Florida and it was the best thing, thing I of ever my did life. For yeah, every single person I've told has been like, "That's gonna be such a sick experience." Mm -hmm. And again, even if it doesn't go exactly how you envision it in your mind, you're still going to learn so much from the experience. And you know, you could also find where you end up spending the rest of your life. That's very true. Yeah, that was honestly because my, my mom clearly, obviously, knows how I am, and that was the first thing she said to me. Because one of the first things I said was. Oh, shit mom like what if I get out there and like I hate it or I just don't really feel like I fit in or I don't find my people or I don't find a job and she literally was like then you come back yeah like <laughs> I don't understand what the question is like it's not that hard of an answer it's pretty simple then you come back or you go somewhere else like because in my mind I've, obviously I'm an all-or-nothing person and I'm a very permanent person which is kind of hard especially going to like move or something because in my head I'm like well this is where I'll end up mm -hmm. this is where it's gonna be but I I don't know I feel like this being a little bit looser with things and chasing more feelings rather than goals has allowed me to be like well it's okay if it's not permanent mm -hmm. I also think that it's such an American way of thinking to be like what if it doesn't go right what if I fall flat on my face what if it does go right? I know. What if you do find so much happiness and you create wonderful friendships and you find a wonderful job? Like, why is that not the what if that we automatically go to? I mean, and I most certainly am guilty of that mindset and have to really work on shifting that for sure. Yeah, we automatically go to like a what if negative. What if negative. Yeah, instead know, of like positive. what if positive. Mm -hmm. Because I think for myself, it'll like, okay, well, what if we financially always struggle because mm -hmm. we had a kid before we felt financially ready? Yeah. That could also not be the case. What if I have a best-selling novel? Mm -hmm. What if V owns his own shop? Like, one thing I yeah, had to... Yeah, push you. Yeah. Harder. Well, and that's one thing that I've been keeping in mind, too, because I'm like, okay, now I have to set this example of being a badass woman, like, mm -hmm. who can do whatever she wants with her life. Mm -hmm. But also, like, why do we automatically assume that certain things are going to hinder us in life mm. when it can push us forward. Mm -hmm. These things don't have to be bad. Yeah. A move doesn't have to, I mean, yes, it's scary, but like it doesn't have to be terrifying. A child doesn't mean that your life is over. It just means that you it looks have a, a different. different experience. Yeah. yeah. And they can be great things. Sometimes I feel like when it's a big change or you're impacted in a big way, and especially if it's something that you didn't really have a say in, well, I guess maybe not that you didn't have a say in, but that was, like, pretty unexpected. Mm -hmm. I feel like we always think, 
oh, your life's over, or yeah. oh, my life is over, or this is going to, like you said, hinder me so much, or it's going to just hold me back. It's like, well, but uh, what if we, like, what if that enhances your life? Mm-hmm. Or what if that just pushes you down a different path? You're still, I mean, at the end of the day, you're still going down a path. Yeah. Just because it went right when it when you thought it was going to go left doesn't mean that it's worse or that it's not as great. Like maybe going down the right path. Uh, that's ironic. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that. Anyways, not what I meant to say. You know what I'm talking about, left and right. If you're going down the right path, it could be even better than the left. Mm-hmm. You just, I don't know. Yeah, I think sometimes when we're impacted in big ways. It could be good or bad. We automatically think of the worst. Yeah. And I'm very guilty of that. That's just like a nat- my natural type A kind of personality. And it kind of it kind of sucks sometimes. Because I'm like, how many things have I experienced or done that maybe I wasn't fully experiencing because yeah. I was so convinced that something was going to go wrong? Well, I think one of the biggest differences between what you and I are facing is yours is like such a sense of individuality Mm. and really doing something for you. And one of the things that I'm having to overcome is the fear of losing my individuality Mm. and still like trying to figure out like who I am as a mom, like as my own person, Mm -hmm. as a partner. And I'm not going to lie, I have really had some tough days. And especially in the first trimester when I just was sick all the time, I was, like, crying by myself. Like, why is this happening? Like, why is my life going in this direction? And now I'm trying to just change that mindset to use it as motivation. Mm -hmm. Yes, for her, but also for For me. For you, yeah. Yeah, to really prove that I am still me and I don't have to lose my identity like one of my biggest fitness goals is to run a half marathon after I have her next year and like that's something that I want to do for me mm-hmm. you know like I don't want to lose that side of myself because it's such a big part of who I am before I ever even met V like mm-hmm. that was already a part of my life you mm-hmm. know side note we were supposed to run that half marathon last year fuck you corona yeah, and then <laughs> we technically they, like re-signed us up for this April, and I emailed them and was like, "Um, I'm gonna be eight months pregnant, so I got deferred to next year. So hopefully, I was just like, yeah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> will go well. So I was like, I you can... had your chance. <laughs> yeah. I trained for it and everything. You had your chance. You don't get another one. Well, Anyways, and do you know what I was thinking though? What? So this is also what pregnancy does. What it should do, I think, for women. I was walking yesterday and I was thinking about how, you know, I have that goal and I was like, I'm going to push a baby out of me. I can run a fucking half marathon. Like I can do whatever I want to do. And it just was like this very empowering thought, but that's what this change should do. And I think unfortunately, even with pregnancy, like a lot of women, if it's not something that they're trying for or ever thought that they would want, or, you know, it can be very daunting and like, Oh crap, what does this mean for me? But, like, it can mean great things, you know? Well, I think, too, our society attributes to that because how many times do you see a mother who just had a baby and the first question is, oh, my God, look at the baby. How's the baby? What's the baby doing? Oh, yeah. And no one even asks how the mom's doing. Yeah. How are you feeling? Are you going through postpartum? Mm -hmm. Like, what's going on with you? Do you feel like you're getting enough? What can I do to help you? Yeah. It's never about... Right now, people are asking how I'm doing, you know, Mm -hmm. how's the pregnancy going, Mm -hmm. but I fully expect, like, once she's here, 
those questions are going to change. Yeah. Which, like, that's fine. You know, my self-worth is not wrapped up into other people checking in on me. But yeah. that just means that, like, I have to check in on myself even more. Which I think but, is a good thing to note that yeah. you just said that your self-worth is not wrapped up in what other people are saying about you or yeah. checking in on you or, you know, asking you because society is very, it's just very toxic in that way where our self-worth becomes what others say about us. And, oh my gosh, I feel like I just had this little light bulb go up because I feel like this is also actually very relevant for you mm. because whenever you move, people are going to be like, oh my gosh, how's it going when it's like the first month or two, mm -hmm. but six months into it, you might be struggling with something that was totally unexpected, but at that point, like, people forget that you've gone through a big life change. Yeah. So they stop checking in to mm -hmm. see how you're doing, and that might be when you feel like, wow, that would be really nice if someone checked in on me right now. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to be super in tune with yourself and be willing to say to someone else if you need it, hey, like, can we talk about this? Yeah, you know? well, it's, it's funny because <laughs> that you just said, you know, you have to be really, like, self-aware and self-in tune because I think think if I were to even think about doing something like this probably not like two years ago and longer there's no way yeah there's no way I would not be as self-aware I would I'm would, I was not as self-assured in myself and what I bring to the table I was not as confident being alone no there there was no possible way I could do something like this yeah like two years ago three years ago four years ago and it just is kind of cool to be like yeah I'm scared I'm fearful a little bit, but I'm fucking excited. Dude, and I can't me? wait to experience some things on my own. Yeah. On my own. I'm not doing this for anyone. I'm doing this because I want to experience this. I want to have a big change in my life. I want to see what I can handle and push myself past my limits. And so, yeah, let's fucking do it. Timing is seriously yeah. everything in your lives, I believe, because, shit, a few years ago, if I had gotten pregnant, I would not feel as emotionally capable as I do now. Mm -hmm. Now I feel like, okay, you know, yeah, I still have my bouts and I still struggle with some things, but like for the most part, I think she's getting a pretty emotionally stable mom who's like pretty aware and has worked through done that work, yeah. the hardest parts of her life where like if I was in my earlier 20s, she would have been getting the shit show, you know? So I'm like, I'm still going to mess her up because that's what parents do, yeah. right? She would have given but... me like, take me back. <laughs> but not nearly in the same way because I've already worked through a lot of that stuff. And, you know, I'm willing to have conversations now. And I'm not going to project this onto her because it's mine. That's not hers. Yeah, I would. I would agree with that statement that timing is everything. Big things that impact your life also push you to maybe like an aha moment mm -hmm. you know like I think that they can be very daunting but also be very necessary in some cases to kind of push you a little bit to be like okay well you are already on your way there but let me just let me just give it a little, little kick in the ass yeah. a little push because you were already thinking about this and I know you were thinking about this why not why not just do it like yeah. this is your time you know I'm excited for you. Yeah, I'm excited for you. Thanks. Yeah. It's so I'll come back and visit, obviously, because I've yeah. got to come back and see baby girl. But It's been really interesting, I don't know, talking and, like, kind of going through my own head because I don't want to say, like, I'm jealous or envious, but I'm very much, like, good for you for doing that <laughs> because I definitely, like, had a similar desire and allowed myself to get bogged down and 
prior relationships mm-hmm. that kept me from doing that. Mm-hmm. And in the grand scheme of things, I'm like, okay, but then I, you know, was local for all the therapy that I needed. And, you know, that led me to V and that led me to where I am now. And I'm oh, so yeah. thankful and for everything where I am happens now. for a reason. For Absolutely. Sure. But I just think, like, I think you're going to look back at this time and just be so proud of yourself. And then whenever you do have kids, because she wants them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm. when they go to you, if they have that adventurous spirit as well, you know, you'll be able, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, you'll be able to help guide them and give them that encouragement. Yeah. And make, and, and also, cause I think that's a big thing. I think sometimes, cause I'm not going to lie. Like I was nervous to tell my family, yeah. like I was really nervous to like, be like, Hey guys, this is what I'm thinking. Please don't judge me too yeah, hard. Yeah, because they're very, like, pragmatic. I oh, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And, like, In a as, good way. as parents should yeah. be. I was just really, I guess, I guess, yeah, shocked by the response that I received from pretty much almost everyone that I've told. I was, like, a little hesitant to tell a lot of people or the people I did tell because I was like, they're going to judge me. They're going to think this is, like, crazy or maybe I shouldn't do this or whatever, yada, 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 you know, you get in your own head. Mm -hmm. And pretty much every response I received was, dude, hell yeah. Yeah. Like, that's sick. Like, go for it. Like, what a cool thing and what a thing that you should do at a time in your life like this. And I don't know, it just kind of like, it made me feel good that I had people around me that made me feel, and not that I needed validation, but like made me, yeah, it made you feel like comfortable and I was comfortable opening up about it. And because it is a big thing. and Well, I think that also shows, like, where they feel like you are in your life, too. Because yeah. I know, I mean, your family's validation does mean a lot to you. Yeah, because I'm very close with them. That just shows how much they agree that, like, you're ready. Oh, know? yeah. My mom was like, yeah, this doesn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, this does not surprise me. Oh, well, I've been waiting. Yeah. Even my mom was, like, kind of pushing it. She was like, do it do it. You won't. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they were both. Yeah. Very, very well received, which I was very happy about. And I think, you know, same with you. Like, I feel like the moment you told me, I was like, hell yes. We're having a baby. Like, yeah, you're actually, such a good mother. Oh, my whole family was so shocked. Yeah. They were all like, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure. Yeah. Cause you weren't, didn't t- never talked about it before. No, really? We like, were like, I was like, I love being an aunt. Exactly. So yeah. Always the aunt. You know, I learned recently mm. that V didn't experience fear when I told him. Really? Yeah. Was he more excited or just he, kind of like taken back? He said he was just like, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. When that really, he was saying that like to be, a testament to, like, our relationship and, like, how he felt about where we are. Felt secure enough in it to be, like, I'm not completely taken back by this. Yeah, which is also how I felt. Yeah. Um, Which I, you know, that's, like... Yeah, you were very calm when you told me. You know what? I feel like that actually is a true testament to the way we feel about these big life changes that we're about to go through because Mm -hmm. when you told me, I felt like you were decently calm. Yeah. And I got an excitement feeling from you. And I feel like when I told you about my idea... You could, like, feel my excitement. Yeah. And feel, like, my, like... She had... It was one conversation of, I'm thinking about doing this, and every conversation after that was... I'm doing this. Yeah. (laughs) There was pretty much how my life goes, actually. (laughs) Yeah. I did have a couple of friends who were like, so are you keeping the baby? Mm. And... Well, especially because you weren't trying. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, I really didn't know if 
I ever wanted kids, but part of that is because of my partner, because, yeah, mm-hmm. like, I feel very comfortable with this person. Yeah, like, I'm he, to grow I will, a human with them. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel good about the relationship. I feel good about him being a dad. Like, I'm so excited to see him be a dad. It's going to be awesome. You know, I don't know. I was like, yeah, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, stop asking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Which I appreciate, you know, where they were coming from. Oh, yeah. And everyone, I mean, people are always going to have their things to say. But at the same time, I feel like the people you surround yourself with, maybe they have things to say, but it always comes from a good place. Or at least yeah, you should try to surround yourself with people who are coming from a good place. Absolutely. Because I don't want to say that you have been met with some opposition, but you've definitely been met with, like, some deep thinking. Yeah. And About being like, let's be practical. I'm like, do you know who I am? Yes. I'm the most... One of the most practical people I know. Yes, which is, I think, part of where a lot of her own security comes from. Yeah. Because, you know, and of course, anyone who comes with some kind of, like, have you thought about this sort of idea, of course, is coming from a place of love. Oh, for sure. Not Um, a malicious intent by any means. But also, and I told her this, like, she is one of those people who is thinking about these things. I can be spontaneous, but if this is something as big as it is, you it's not damn a whim. sure, yeah, I've thought about it multiple, multiple times. Yeah. Um, and same with you, I feel like, like. Yeah, I don't take, I don't. Take things, we don't take things lightly, basically, no. is what we're trying to say. No, but I definitely think that we're both the type of people who, like, when we know that we've made the right decision, we really feel it's it in our It's going for it. Yeah. yeah. And we're going for it, for sure. It's not a hesitant we're not hesitating anymore. No. Okay. Well, guys, normal. You know what? We did this. We did. The, we did it again. We're always like, this is going to be such a short episode. I know. And here we and are. then also too, we're always like, man, what are we going to do for our huddle up? Oh, Literally yeah. two seconds before we start recording. And but you know what? That's the way the fucking cookie crumbles. So we actually kind of had an idea for the huddle up this week. So without further ado, welcome to the huddle up. Okay, guys. <laughs> so the huddle up this week is a game. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really excited. Like, um, I guess kind of Family Feud style. A little, a bit. little bit. Yeah, this is two of us. <laughs> We're just each other's family. <laughs> we are family. <laughs> okay, so basically, what we're gonna do? We each came up with three questions. I'm kind of like forgetting mine right now, but it's fine. I'll figure it out. Same. Okay, we'll limit. So we're going to ask the question one by one, but like on the count of three, we're gonna both say our answers yeah. to see if they match. And we're going to try, yeah, we're going to try to see if we can match the answer. Yes. Okay, but they're, I mean, they're a little specific, but more generalized, I would say. It's just fun. It is just fun. And we'll give it a second so you guys can think of an answer, too. Yeah, that's fun. I yeah. Like that. okay, okay, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Okay, I'll go first, I guess. I'm, why am I scared? <laughs> okay, because I think I'm really competitive, so I really need to get this right. Yes. Okay, let's go. Okay, my first question a body part. Wait, you can't laugh when you say it because I can't understand. <laughs> okay, neither can they then. Yeah. A body part that a female regularly gets waxed. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Ready? One, two, three. Butthole. Eyebrow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. I immediately wow. went to it. I only said it. one eyebrow. I didn't say eyebrow. <laughs> I was, you know what? It was really kind of depressing. Did not think about the face whatsoever. <laughs> I figured the answer would be either like facial or you know lady oh. parts. Honestly, that was a pretty good question. I was not thinking of something like that. Okay, that was fun. <laughs> okay, 
Okay, mine are, mine's not like that. Um, <laughs> shit, now I'm feeling like mine are too general. Anyways, okay. My question is, name a color with an E in it. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Purple. Green. Oh, see, green was going to be too easy, I thought. Yeah, it's just automatically. I know. That's also my favorite color, though. Green? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A shoe company that has the letter I in it. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, okay. I got it. Yep. Ready? We're going. We're going okay. for it. One, two, three. Nike. Adidas. Oh, see, fuck. I thought Nike would be too easy like you see, thought green was. <laughs> okay, I don't think we're doing this right. <laughs> we're, like, purposely not trying to get the same answer. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next question. Name your favorite milk. You know what I mean? Like, variations? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Almond. Almond. Yay! Yeah. I was like, so do I get super specific and say, like, chocolate almond? <laughs> oh, I mean, you can if you want. I knew I wasn't going to say oat, because that's my favorite. Oh, yeah, no, I yeah, hate yeah, yeah. oat. Okay. But almond was what I was going to say regardless. Okay. okay. Next one. My last question. Mm-hmm. A breed of dog that is known socially as being aggressive, but is actually quite sweet. I already know what this is. <laughs> you know this answer. Okay. One, two, three. Three. Pitbull. <laughs> Shout out, Leia. Um, look, Rachel has a pity if you guys yes, didn't know. she's a little pity bitch. Yes. Okay, my last one. Name a flower that can come in multiple colors. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Tulip. Petunia. Oh, cute. Okay. Tulip tulips are my mom's favorite. Aww. I think they are. Oh, shit. No, I don't know. I think that might have been the flower I was trying to think of. Tulip? Yeah. I don't really know what a petunia is. I mean, <laughs> sounds like a grandmother's name. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, or like a little piggy. I was, yeah. Oh, that'd be yeah. a cute pygmy. Petunia the pig. That'd be so cute. I know, like a little teacup pig. Yeah. Have. That'd be really cute. But then, like, I don't think they stay that size. I think that's no, a misconception. They, yeah, they grow. Mm, okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, well, <laughs> if you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> Welcome to the Healthy Huddle, where we talk about Petunia the pig, <laughs> who doesn't exist. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed that little game. That yeah, was fun. that was fun. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little stressed out because I really mm. wanted to get it the same one. Oh, see, I'm, I didn't care. See, I'm too competitive. Oh. I, really, I wanted to get the same one, but no, it was really fun. Yeah, because I, I wanted to see how your brain works. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah. See, this is why it can be like on a family feud, or like especially not with my family. Oh my gosh, you get we so would, mad. I would never play with her because she yeah. just would get, she'd be yeah. like, that was a stupid answer. Yeah. But the, the scary thing is like, my whole family is like that. Oh yeah. I, okay, I secretly am competitive. You are. Yes. No, a you lot for of, sure That's are. not something that I'm very outward about, but like when I watch Family Feud and they're like, good answer, good answer. I'm like, that was a stupid answer. Yes. Why are you telling them good answer? <laughs> you say stuff like that on the regular. <laughs> Just like that was a fucking dumb answer, Stephen. Get your shit together. Yeah, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're just like, wait, hold on, that's not how I would think. Well, anyways, okay, well that was yeah, a that was tangent on the yeah. end. But anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We're glad to be back and back yeah. into it. What? Oh no, it's not. I was thinking this was gonna be our last episode that we record in no, our room, but have, it's not. No, we have a couple more before yeah. she leaves. Yeah. That we're gonna keep in our little episode bank, yeah. and we're super excited about. All right, guys. So for this week's local and small business highlight, we are very excited to talk about Caroline Batten Photography. Giving her a little extra shout out because she 
was very understanding that we were supposed to actually highlight her last week, but with everything going on with my family, we pushed it to this week, and she was very sweet about it. So thank you, Caroline, for understanding. But a little bit about her. So her name is obviously Caroline Batten, and her company is Caroline Batten Photography. She's here in North Carolina, but she doesn't just serve Raleigh. She actually serves all of North Carolina from the mountains to the coast. She spends most of her summer at the coast capturing family moments on the beach. She does family photography, but her heart is with weddings and newborns. She just recently added newborn studio options, but she still offers clients classic lifestyle sessions. She's originally from Mobile, Alabama, and grew up an Alabama fan. She came to Raleigh to attend North Carolina State University, and she just decided to stay in the area. She's a mother of two herself, and a pretty cool random fact about her is that she used to work for a grant with NASA when she was an undergrad at NC State in a botany lab. Cool. So pretty cool, yeah. And you can find her just on Instagram or you can visit her website. It's Caroline Batten Photography. That's B-A-T-T-E-N. And her website is carolinebattenphotography.com. So she's got some really awesome photos. Make sure you guys go and check her out. Yeah, we love a good small business spotlight. Guys, thank you so, so, so much for listening to another episode of The Healthy Huddle. If you guys liked what we had to say and what we had to rant about, then go and listen to some more episodes of us. Keep up with us on Instagram at the underscore healthy huddle and make sure to like, follow, and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other podcasting platforms so you can keep up with us and we will see you next week. Bye. We could be really scared about our financial stability. We could be very scared about our... Vi- God damn Our... I didn't like that at the end. Things that happen in your life that impact you. I'll show... I'll show. I'll show. I'll show.